I'm Jared Carlsberg, and you're listening to Whose Ball Is It Anyway? Kick it. Hello, and welcome to episode two of Whose Ball Is It Anyways? It's February 26th. I'm joined today by my good friend, Montana, a.k.a. Monty Forrest. Uh, Monty, welcome to the Hello, pod. thanks for having me. It's great to be here. <laughs> okay. So, um, hello. Let's get it started by. Um, let's get it started. Let's talk a little bit about the Knicks first of all. The New York Knickerbockers. Yeah. So you are a New York sports fan. I am a native New Yorker. And let's break this down. You were born where? I was born on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Oh. For my formative years. Uh, how <laughs> close to the bars? Very close to the bars. About a ten-minute walk for the best prepared tuna salad in the world. <laughs> Um, and you don't get bagels at Zabar's. Everyone knows that. No, definitely not. Okay, so you grew up on the Upper West Side, yeah. and you are a Knicks, Jets, and Mets. And Mets. That, those Knicks, are my Jets, teams. Uh, the Knicks are my. <laughs> you were gonna say favorite team. No, they are. I'm, I'm a Knicks fan. Like I, for lack of a better phrase, I bleed the orange and blue. Okay. And. I'm a Knicks guy. That's my team. I love basketball. I love the Knicks. And the Jets and the Mets are my teams, but I wouldn't say, uh, you know, I'm as diehard of a fan as, as I am for the Knicks. But okay. Those are my teams. So, um, is, is that a usual thing if you're Knicks, if you're Mets, you're Jets, and if That's, you're Giants, That is you're a thing. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Mets-Jets thing, and it's a Giants-Yankees thing. You know There's why? no... I don't think there's a rhyme or reason is to it. it. People that enjoy losing versus people that enjoy winning. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> um, but that's a thing. It is. It's uh, allegiances that that go together, and okay. uh, it is. All right. So let's talk a little bit about this year's Yankees. Okay. I mean, the Yankees. Yankees. Fuck, I hate Knicks. the Yankees. Yes, fuck excuse the me. The Knicks. Um, I love that we just said fuck the Yankees. We can get into that. So. This was a weird year. Yes. I think we would agree. Yes. A lot of injuries that we didn't like. Yes. Uh, Porzingis, in particular, was having a fantastic year. Yep. And then went down with that horrible knee injury. Mm. Um, Going into the year, what were your hopes for the team? Did you think that they were going to make the playoffs? I think they could have gotten an eighth seed. Okay. Um, Nothing much more behind that. Mm Mm-hmm. Team was going in the right direction, besides the Tim Hardaway signing, which you know no one thought was a great idea. He played he admirably, played but it didn't turn out to be the terrible. amount of money, yeah, seventeen points a game, something like that. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But you know they gave him uh, fifty million, was it, over five years, something yeah. like that. Uh, way more than anyone else was going to give him, for sure. Um. I don't know. Like every, I, I guess. I, along with all basketball fans, wanted to see what uh, Chris Stapps could do as like the number one option, and he proved to be a legitimate star in this league, and will be if he stays healthy. Which who knows? Hmm. Could be another Yao Ming, but I, I, he doesn't look like another Yao Ming. No. Like you know how Yao Ming just looked like disproportionate. I don't know. I mean, Chris Stapps is very fluid, yeah, he's and he's thin. very composed, but. He's still like a lanky motherfucker sure. who who drives to the rim and plays pretty recklessly for someone of his size. Sure. And I'm just worried that he's going to get injured in a very bad way. I just I didn't feel like Yao Ming was ever athletic. 
I, I just felt like he always had a really big base and a tiny upper body, and yeah. he just wasn't proportionate enough to be good at sports for yeah. a long period of time. And that's but, what he had Steve Francis for. Also. Short. Also a uh, Nick. Also a Nick. Yeah, no. It seems Tim Hardaway, 17, 3, and 2. So not terrible. Not but terrible. not $10 million, $12 no. million dollars a year. Um, so I did want to talk about a couple other things that happened for the Knicks this year that I thought were very interesting. Yeah. Their discovering of Trey Burke. Yeah, Trey Burke. And how he fits in with it. So that late in the season, they signed uh, Trey Burke. Well, Trey Burke was in the development league. Mm-hmm. The G League, yeah. Um, he was tearing up the Westchester Knicks. Yeah, he's doing quite well. And everyone knew he was going to get signed. Once the season went down, they were going to bring him on, and he was great. He obviously can play basketball. He obviously can play in the NBA against bigger players. Huge discovery. Great player. I think he's under contract for a few more years. Yes. Um... I loved him coming out of college. It he seemed did. like he was going to be a huge bust. Well, he was like Utah. He was the ninth pick to Timberwolves. Utah, um, yeah. And then Minnesota. And then, yeah, so. But he he, uh, he can score, for sure. Yeah, his PR was 21, which is insane. I just, I don't know about him as, as like a starting point guard in the NBA. He's short. He's short. His He's an offensive player. He doesn't really shoot the three that well. He's a he's athletic. He's a, he's like very similar to Derrick Rose, I would say, less mm-hmm. athletic, but mm-hmm. he's a score first guard. Mm-hmm. Um, well, see, that's where I think it's interesting because you have you have uh, uh, Nilakina, Frankie yes. Nicotine, Frankie, Frankie Smokes, whatever we're gonna call him. He is not a offense first. He's, he's more not. of a passing defensive yeah, guy. He's but he's it. also much taller, right? He is. He's 6'6", 6'4", 6'5". Right. So so they were starting Courtney Lee, yeah. who I believe is also around the same height. Yes. He's 6'5". Okay, so he's a little taller. He's 6'5". And um, Frank Nicotine is also 6'5". So they're starting those... You know, they're starting Jared Jack, who's 6'3". So yes, Trey Burke is a little undersized. He's 6'1". But potentially, I think he's a great off-the-bench, first guy off-the-bench. Absolutely. Or uh, even pair him with... Uh, you could pair him with Frankie Nicky. Well, uh, no, maybe. Because uh, 6'5". Nil- Nil- is- Nilakina is going to be a great... Like an Avery Bradley, I would say. Sure. I see him as a... Uh, I think that would be a good ceiling for him. Right. I think he can go further than that. I think he can be an all-first-team all defender year after year, perennial. Sure. But he has very limited offensive abilities. That's He's proven to like be a decent facilitator, but I don't really see how he can be the main guy. Were you disappointed with that pick? Did you want them to pick someone else? No, I thought it was a good pick. I mean, there was really nowhere to go, obviously. Um, it's a rebuilding mode. This is really the first time in a long time that the Knicks have went all in on rebuilding. But uh, I think Scott Perry is the new GM from Mm -hmm. Sacramento. He seemed to make pretty good decisions. Um, So far, it seems like Jimmy Dolan has not meddled with. That is is the key, is they need to get him away from the phone. Well, he just needs to get assassinated or poisoned or (laughs) make some Donald Sterling-like comments and then... uh, (laughs) 
That would actually be great. That would right? be great. That would be perfect. Mm. It, it, but probably the best thing moving forward is for him to make an anti-Semitic joke. Yes. And he would be gone. Yeah. I mean, he would be gone. New York would not stand for that. Well, he'll always have his musical career. Well, that's what he needs to concentrate on. I mean, yeah. he could sell out Madison Square Garden for that, right? Absolutely. Well, maybe the theater. Maybe the theater. But they had... Milikina was the eighth overall eighth pick. pick. yeah. And... When you, I mean, a lot of people were saying they wanted Malik Monk, who I'm personally, I think it's a good thing you didn't take Malik Monk. I, I think he has promise. But I mean, not? I think I he mean, has I, promise. This is like, I don't want to, you know. Yeah, we should have picked Donovan Mitchell, right? I mean, that's what everyone's saying Come now, on. but like. Who would have also, known that? Also, Detroit should have taken him over Luke Kennard. Yeah. <laughs> Sacramento probably should have taken him over Zach Collins. And arguably, um, you know. Yeah, I mean, anytime you're taking, anytime the, you know, may, I mean, 13th pick in the draft, they did quite well for getting Donovan Mitchell, but no one saw him as that kind of a guy. Right. I mean, arguably, De'Aaron Fox was a bust this year. I don't Jonathan think so. Jonathan Isaac wasn't particularly wonderful. I think De'Aaron Fox shows promise. He's no, just, I think he's good. He's going to be good. stuck on the Kings. Josh Jackson was okay. Yeah. It was, it's definitely a stocked draft, though. Yeah. There'll be some good players. And I think the they road. were betting on Frank Nilakina not being good this year, but being good in the sure, future. Because sure. they're not worried. Like, this year, they weren't going to be good. Yeah. I yeah. was the point. So, moving on. Moving on. That's it? It's, we're, that's it for the Knicks for now? Oh, no. Okay, good. No, uh, we're just moving on from the point guard situation. Okay. I want to talk quickly about Beasley and whether yeah. or not you yeah, Michael like Beasley. him back. Michael Beasley. Um, Michael Beasley's great. I love Michael Beasley. Um dogged left-handed player he never will go he's got a great right. he's got a great offensive game he's and really he's sh- he like <clears throat> showing some uh, ability to facilitate like right at the top of the key they'd feed him the ball and he went all in and being a team player mm-hmm. and didn't fuck up off the court yeah. once surprisingly in new york city in new york city and with a small record um he was great to have um brought a little of the eccentric fireworks that we were missing once uh, J.R. Smith was traded, I would say, as like an enigmatic player who um, fed in, f- fit in well with being a Nick yeah. and playing in the city and playing at the Garden. Um, Michael Beasley's great. I think we have him for a few more years. How do you feel about, um, like, who of this group do you want them to hold on to? Who do you want them to, to get rid of? Like, like, really, like, you know, because, like, when I watch the Celtics, there are definitely players that I'm like, oh, I love this guy, yeah. but, like, honestly, why do I like him because he's a Celtic? Like, um, Ennis Cantor really surprised me. I had no idea that he was as brash and, frankly, as good of a player as he's been. He showed a lot. And really, like, embraced players. playing in New York. Um, he's great. I love to hang on to him. He has a lot of that 90s Knicks mentality, which I'm sure we'll talk about coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that whole thing with LeBron mm-hmm. calling him a princess. And, yeah. You know, don't come here saying you're the king of the city. And then he wore shoes that said, I'm the king. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm king. I'm king. Grammar. Grammar oh, LeBron. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Nike. You can uh, do better than that. I know. Well, they could have fit the, like, I'm the and then king on the other one. Yeah. I guess I'm king is fine. I mean, it's LeBron. He can do whatever he wants. He right? can, apparently. Yeah. Goaltend. 
So you want you want him to keep Cantor. You'd like yeah. Beasley to be on the team. We like Trey Burke. Moutier, sure, but Moutier is um, But I think the rest of the roster is pretty expendable. Um, you like Courtney Lee or Courtney? No, he's he's a he's a space filler. Yeah. But uh, I mean, who knows? There's Tim Hardaway. We're stuck with him. No one's gonna want him for a trade. Mm. He's not gonna get bought out. Is Noah? Did they buy him out finally? Noah no. has like three more years under contract. Like, they brought back Isaiah to make that decision? <laughs> Consulting Isaiah Thomas? To bring back the, the injured Bulls God. roster? And I fucking love Joakim Noah. I love him. Well, not anymore, but... You he did. was He was one of my favorite players in the league. And the I Bulls. always wanted him on the Knicks. Absolutely. Yeah. He's great. Coming out of college, he just... He played the right way. Yeah. No. Also, grit, integrity, like, someone that... That year that wear. he almost got the MVP, or he was, like, top three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I think he was a first defense, year. Did he get defensive player of the year, maybe? Or, or, or uh, he's, yeah, I love Noah. Yeah, but he just, he, I think after that last Bulls year, you could tell that he had fallen apart. Yeah. And so when they signed both him and Derrick Rose in the offseason, I was like, yeah. the yeah, best case scenario <laughs> here is they lose in the conference finals. Right, right. And that's the best case scenario like five years ago. Yeah, that was confusing, but that was... That was the former. That was the Phil Jackson regime. That was Phil. Yeah. That was Phil. That was Phil. I mean, happy to see Phil go, right? Happy to see Phil go. Yeah. Which best, is best thing he did. Draft Kristaps. Kristaps. Yeah. Worst thing he did. I think try to insert the triangle. I don't think Jeff Hornacek is the right coach. Mm. Tried Kurt Rambis as well. Mm. Um, what did they? What did they end up getting for Carmelo? Cancer came over. Um, who else? Uh, yeah, you got a bunch. You got Enos Cantor, Doug McDermott, McDermott and second yeah. round pick. So actually, I think you guys, I mean, considering how bad he looks. Oh, considering, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, to, to recap, you got um, the Knicks traded Carmelo Anthony to the Thunder for Doug McDermott, Enos Cantor, and a 2018 second round pick. Just for Carmelo, so that's pretty good. Anyways, I mean, I think Enos Cantor certainly shows more promise than yeah. Carmelo Anthony at this point. In Absolutely, his career. he's kind of been a disaster in Oklahoma City, um, and he was kind of just holding them back, right? I mean, it's Porzingis's team. Let it be Porzingis's team. I, I, I mean, I feel like Carmelo's first four years in Denver were great, and then after that. Um, he held everyone back. Yeah, you know, I would agree you know, with that. The great George Carl said it himself. The great George Carl. The great. He. Yeah, George Carl. George Carl. Mm. So let's talk about towards the end of the year. Well, actually, the end of the year. Nick's let Hornacek go. Yes. Um, happy with the move? Yes, I'm happy with the move. Seems inevitable. Uh, I didn't like the hire to begin with. You didn't? No, I didn't. And he never seemed to be able to galvanize the team. Mm. And I mean, I think I feel like he was also like hamstrung by having to run the the freaking triangle. Yeah. I mean, he definitely did not want to do that. Right. But he definitely seemed pretty disinterested. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'd agree with that. So then, like now, they're throwing out all these names of like past Knicks. Yeah. And 
coaches that have already coached for the Knicks. Mm -hmm. I mean, the one that I'm hearing the most, which I think is the dumbest, is Mike Woodson. Yes. Because we've already done that. Yes. And it was not great. He's fine, but he's not. He's fine. He's fine. But he's not going to win. He doesn't make great in-game adjustments. No, and, he and I saw that firsthand. We had a good team. We made the playoffs. Uh, it was a good roster, uh, what, three, four years ago. Yeah, that was and, really bad. But he was just out-coached. Yeah, so I hear his name. I hear uh, Mark Jackson. Right. Which is interesting, but essentially, I mean... He built a really great team. That's right. That's right. So he what I see with, with Mark Jackson, um, I can see him coming in and maybe getting the team a little bit better, but not being able to take the next step. And then the next Steve Kerr will come around and yeah. maybe yeah. transform. He's and definitely put a culture in. changer, which is good. Sure. Which I think would be good for the Knicks. The thing that I worry about with him is the same reasons he got run out of Golden State will be the same reasons he'll get run out here absolutely rubs everyone the wrong way you do things his way it's a very religious way not everyone's going to be on board with that you know who knows if chris stops wants to go to church with him every day Mm. we know michael Beasley probably does not (laughs) who knows but uh enos cancer i don't believe enos cancer wants to go to church with him i could see enos Enos would probably enjoy would yeah he likes a field trip for the wafer Cookies. The, the Jesus cookies. Is that the right thing? Is this, uh... Those always, I don't know. It's cannibalism. I don't, mm, you know. All right. I can't. But uh, I thought he was interesting. Jerry Stackhouse was his other name. Yeah. Who's been doing great work in the G League. Yeah. For I think, the Knicks, I think Stackhouse right? would. No, no, no. He's the not, Nets. Uh, I don't know. He's at some team. Um, David Fisdale, I think, would be a good hire. I thought he was always a good coach, and he got a bad. Yeah, uh, a bad deal in Memphis. That was weird with uh, Mark Gasol and he clashing. Yeah, I think he'd be good. Um, obviously, my first pick would be Jeff Van Gundy. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. He would like. I oh mean, my. I think Jeff Van Gundy needs to be on an NBA sideline oh, just for pure comic value. Oh, uh, that I mean. He, He's a Magic fan. He brought us to a finals. But more important. He has the greatest NBA fight footage of any. Yes, against I mean. the Heat, uh, hanging on to Alonzo Mourning legs. He's, he's literally the, the old ball and mm. chain. Those are my old Knicks. Those are my old Knicks. Uh, Jeff, Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy. You know, it'll be funny when his brother gets sent mm. out of the league and he mm. gets sent to the Oh, both Van Gundys. Stan's on his way out. And Jeff, yeah. They can't both be in the league at the same time. No, no, no. Like it's too... Too, too many much Van, Gundy. Van Gundy. Too much. That's entirely too, too much, much Van Gundy. Gundy. <laughs> yes. Uh, very true. So, but seriously, you would like yeah. him? Or is I that would. a joke? No, no, that's that's serious. Um, uh, an assistant from Boston. His name has been brought Who? up. Um, really? Laranaga. Oh, Jim Laranaga? His, no, uh, his Jim Laranaga's son. <laughs> Jim Jr. <laughs> Jim Jr. Jim Jones. Jimmy. Wait, Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Jim Jones. <laughs> Jim Jones. Yeah, Jim Jones. Balling. Balling. Um, another name that I've heard, which I actually think would be really interesting and a great move, is Becky Hammond. Becky Hammond. The, ah, yes, the, the Spurs assist- assistant. Yeah, mm. and like, what a great like, like why wouldn't you do like I have no because it's James Dolan. Oh, why? I, I, okay, I know the the. 
like literal stupid reasons. He's why they not gonna. Be. But God, would that, that would be a that smart would be PR that move. Would, that would be smart. And like you, and you buy her time. Mm. Like she's not expected to win immediately. Yeah. Like perfect city for it to happen. Yeah. Like you do it in like I don't know, not yeah. a liberal place. Yeah, Who yeah. knows? But she's proven that she's great. Um, she's certainly experienced enough, great with players, well liked, out of the Popovich tree, which we know works yeah. well. Do a two for one. Uh, her and Kawhi come over. <laughs> For you could give him Kevin O'Quinn, <laughs> Kyle O'Quinn, Kyle O'Quinn, <laughs> just give him Kevin O'Quinn and a slice of pizza and, and Jimmy D's guitar. <laughs> Jimmy D's guitar, or is he a bass player? <laughs> Who knows? His mandolin. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but if you had your druthers, you would go Jeff Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy yeah. first. Yeah. Great. Yeah. What I would actually here's what I would like to see. I think it would be great if they brought the whole TNT play-by-play team to the Knicks bench. Hmm. So you had well, Jeff Van well, Gundy, except, no Mike Breen. Except no for Breen. Reggie Miller. Oh, no, yes. I, I meant the, the team of Mike Breen, Jeff Van Gundy. Maybe that's ESPN. Well, do you know, Mike, Mike Breen is, is the, the voice of the Knicks. The Knicks yeah. Yes, yes. So he can't technically do both, but it would well, be Well, he really... could, and then we bring Marv Albert back, hmm. wherever he is. He does. He does TNT. He molests women. Yeah, he he bites, bites women. He bites and wears bites their underwear. underwear. Yes. He does... He does, um, he, they pair him with Chris Webber. Yes. Because. Excellent pairing. They stopped pairing him with Reggie Miller because everyone turned it off because Reggie Miller is, is an idiot. One of the most annoying people in the yeah, world. Yeah, I mean, on. you don't have to tell me that. <sighs> and he just says, marvelous all the time. <laughs> Reggie Miller is a weenie. That's his insult. He's I a, mean, I, I can go weenie. on. Hours well, I know I about knew my hatred for Reggie Miller. Yeah, talk about that for a second. Okay, so I equate Reggie Miller to not saying this ever happened to me, right? Oh. But it's like if you had a creepy uncle that molested you. That's but Reggie Miller. But you like fell in love with. Hmm. Um, like it hurts so good. Is that what you're talking about? Sure, it hurts so good. Almost like, like a Stockholm syndrome kind of thing. Like this creepy guy molested you, and then like chained you to a radiator in your basement but like you you just looked up to him so much so reggie miller like a plot of okay, black reggie, snake, reggie, snake <laughs> reggie miller has ruined ruined my childhood this fucking guy ruined my childhood yeah, are you talking about the specific i'm convinced like 10 points and no it's not just that he def- like he, the choking. he killed the knicks yeah, he, he killed us killer. single-handedly he is public enemy number one He's vilified. I remember going to games, um, and they would just, you know, not even a Pacers game. A opposing player would, would be at the, the free throw line, they would just and they would Reggie just show sucks. a picture of Reggie Miller on the Jumbotron, and there would be just the crowd noise. That's amazing. See, see, see th- this is perfect, because I agree with you. This is, what you described is a very interesting thing, because you hate this person. I hate him. But at the same time, that hatred is so entertaining, and I bet you watched a lot of Pacers games simply to root against absolutely i do that all the time with uh lebron or russell westbrook i like me and uh my girlfriend last night watched both those games Mm. and rooted for like like we wanted to watch we were so excited and they got down 25 and we were high-fiving each other and then they came back and it was devastating yeah you know but like i totally this guy just crushed my hopes and dreams Mm. 
and the rest of Knicks fans. And I can speak for many Knicks fans in the late 90s. Like, he is... If he, he's like the greatest... He's one of the greatest players in the in the history of the NBA. He's top Well, he's 50. not really. Yeah. He's no, not, he, he is. I, I don't know. I mean, he's... He's definitely one of the top shooters in the league. Of course, but what he, what he did, he is what one he of the did to my play, yeah, absolutely. he's easily one of the best. What, what he did to my team, 30, 40 players. He's just something else, and yeah. Um, well, those those are, that's got to be that was one of the best rivalries in sports. Yeah, well, we also had a great one with the Heat. That's and the Bulls. Uh, I wouldn't. No, it wouldn't be a rivalry with the Bulls. I wouldn't say that. The, we faced each other a lot, but it was so lopsided. Worked, right? It was so. But between you and the Pacers, it was and and well, yeah, that was great. And, and the, then heat. the Heat, was the Heat, the Heat also like. So Pat Riley, uh, brought us to prominence in the mid '90s, and then he left to go to the Heat, to take more of a uh, a coach, but also personnel GM. role, mm-hmm. and then that's where the Knicks heat rivalry really began right. and then Alonzo Mourning like I hate Alonzo Mourning well, I that, fucking hate that that guy. was also a uh, Georgetown versus Georgetown center who's better thing right sure but he just became a Alonzo Mourning just became a Knicks villain well the thing I liked about the Knicks Pacers rivalry to be specific was um Mark Jackson was involved with that he, Mark, Mark Jackson, Jackson was on the Pacers right, for all of that which was great yeah. so an ex-Nick yes on the Pacers and yeah. kind of and he would had just recently been traded there, so that he had a lot of insider information. Yes. He knew, uh, famously, I believe, he was one of the people that told Reggie how to get under. Um, it was John Starks, maybe John Starks' yeah. skin? Yeah, and and so Reggie was good at that. But mm, yeah, I like the whole Anthony Mason versus the. Um, Davis brothers, the Davis Antonio brothers, and Dale, Antonio Dale and Dale Davis. Yeah. I mean, that was fun. You had like those guys would not be able to play a game yeah. now. I mean, they, they make Draymond look like you know he's patting people on the back. Yeah. I mean, goodness gracious, those were great, mm. great series. Yeah. It you know when I look at nowadays landscape in the NBA, it's hard to find a rivalry that's close to something. The only one I can think of that gets that heated consistently right now is Golden State. Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Yeah. But just because of the Durant-Westbrook thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say last year there was a Wizards-Celtics thing where yeah. they were wearing all black to each other's games. <laughs> Going to a funeral. Going to a funeral, which was very weird mm-hmm. because it was never... Uh, no one did it in a Game 7. Yeah. They would do it in like a Game yeah. 2 or what? a regular season. Where you're, like, you're not really burying someone. The Wizards are stupid. They are not bright. This year, and they've never and they had they've had bad coaching. Too. Yeah, but you know, Martin Gortat definitely takes your mm. um, oh the Polish hammer. He takes your combined intelligence mm. down a notch. He's just always, bigger, bigger nose than you. He does amazingly. It's probably like way bigger too because he's yeah. a way bigger human. Yeah. He yesterday I was watching and briefly watching Wizards Toronto, and my girlfriend goes. Good God, look at... Well, she didn't say good God because she's not a nerd. <laughs> good God! She's just Gracious! Not Brit- she's not a British explorer. But she... <laughs> <laughs> By God! <laughs> no. no, she was like, uh, what is that ugly-ass tattoo on his arm? And I was oh, like, yes. oh, it's the Polish it's hammer. the Polish hammer. And then I was like, the only reason I know it is because I know he's Polish, but God, he has terrible fashion taste. Terrible. He has that 
dis- he is like the craziest widow's peak. Like without going completely yeah. bald, he's the baldest man ever. Like without being bald, no, I don't know. He's so bald. What, uh, Costa Kufos? Yeah, Costa Kufos. Yeah, that's pretty. That's, that's, that's an ugly man. But yeah, he wears this mohawk and it looks fake, but it's real. He's had it for a long time. Yeah, and, but he shaved it off. But he also has a Jumpman logo on his calf. I don't know if you noticed that. It's the Polish Jordan. I mean, he is the Polish Jordan. The Polish Jordan. He is the Polish Jordan. So, in conclusion, yes. what we want to happen, <laughs> according to Monty, you would like... Would you be even happier if it was if it was Jeff Van Gundy assistant coach Mark Jack Mark Jackson? Mm. They have such a good repartee. Yeah. At this point, I feel like they should be a joint deal. Yeah. That could be good. I mean, it'd be it'd be good for the New York Post. I would say. It'd be great for the Post. And all and all beat writers. The the news picture. Yes. But Jeff Van Gundy's been out of coaching for so long. You know, like he. Do you think that'll be bad? I think it could be. It could be. He's smart. However, he he's been the coaching the. Uh, he's been coaching the U.S. men's national team. Has he? Yes. For like the under under eighteen. No, the uh, the prof- because so in between the big competitions, you still have to qualify. Right, right, right. Um, and he's so he's been coaching them, and he, essentially it's like G League players mm-hmm. and college players, right. or U.S. guys that play overseas, and he's been coaching them this year. That's why he's done a lot less. Other thing, but they're undefeated, which is great. Who's who's on this roster? Okay, Billy Barron, Alec Brown, Larry Drew the second, Reggie Hearn, who is now on a he's on the Celtics now. Uh, Xavier Munford, he's on a team now. Kendall Marshall, you remember Kendall Marshall, fame. Jonathan Holmes, Deron Hilliard, Marshall Plumley, Jamil Warney. C.J. Williams, good God, look at this picture of C.J. Williams. They can't do any better than Ooh, that. Oh, that's an ugly man. I bet you he's better looking than that picture. Reggie Williams and Jeff, speaking of ugly men, not Jeff Van Gundy. Jeff is a beautiful man. Beautiful. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, you can see these guys are no. uh, main red claws, Darren Hillers. Oh, the, the main red claws. Oh, yes. You know, form, I mean, these formidable. guys, Texas Legends, New York Knicks, Texas yeah, Legends, Oklahoma City Blue. I guess Marshall Plumley is on the Knicks. Um, and he's been coaching them against professionals from overseas to an undefeated record, which is awesome. And I think it would be interesting to see how he can take the international game, because a lot of times, a lot of the developments that come into the, uh, you know, like, for instance, the Seven Seconds or Less Suns, is a offense that was basically invented overseas and yes. brought over here. Yes. Or like the Eurostep, which no one knew what it was right. until Mono Ginobili came over and showed it to the world. Yeah. And of course, he kept getting traveled. But now everybody does yeah. it. And it's like when Giannis does it or Durant does it, it's completely un- indef- yeah, you indefensible. Can't guard it. You, unguardable. Unguardable. Because, you know, you just can't. So it would be interesting to see the kind of things that he's seen sure. playing these other teams that he could bring. I, I actually think it would be Especially cool. with Chris Dapps. And I also think it's interesting to get someone that is not caught up in the minutia of NBA life mm. and, like, everything that, you know, it's the same thing in the restaurant world, right? One person has, uh, <laughs> uh, what is it called? That's stupid. Olive Tomponade. The next day everyone has Olive like what was it last year I love all of Tapanon yeah it's great but you know like you go to any restaurant 
and they all like a lot of restaurants sure, now have like every 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 professional sports league yeah, is a like, what are they everyone has their best it's a going octopus, league, right? you know like yeah, great yeah, yeah yeah but like trends and everyone needs yeah to, so it's a copycat league right, so it's right, interesting right. to bring someone from out of that yeah and like that uh, 12 year old chef or whatever that just got his new restaurant that's supposedly great right I mean you know what I'm talking about I mean come on <laughs> I mean come on who doesn't want a $60 uh, <laughs> bowl of spaghetti yeah, and, and a, some weedy wheaties crunch in the living room from a uh, I mean, 18 year old with really bad acne <laughs> uh, that sounds like a great idea <laughs> why why would I pay someone that has education right. and schooling and has uh, been working for 20 years to make me food when I can pay a Todd? That's right. You don't, you don't need the tip. You just leave lottery tickets and porno mags. <laughs> it's like leaving him, uh, what do they call it? One of those funds you can't touch when you turn 18. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you should do when you go to the restaurant. Uh, what a fucking clown. Cigarettes, oh alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, we digress. Um, Indeed. So, tonight is... Tonight. The night uh, NFL draft. Yes, the draft is tonight. The amazing NFL draft mm. is this evening, February 26th. We are literally like an hour and a half. Hours away. Yeah, not even. The red carpet hours. The Under. red carpet arrivals are occurring uh, right now. <laughs> it's it's a pink carpet for pink, breast pink, uh, Lo pink carpet. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know... If there's one thing the NFL cares about, it's women's it's right. <laughs> um, no, yeah, just ask Ray Roberts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Roger Goodell. Yes, that's a great man. No one gets booed like Roger Goodell gets booed. Mm. Can we agree on that? I mean, the man gets booed. That's the yes. Um, so let's talk about Jets have the... Third pick. Third pick. Who do you want to see them pick? Uh, Let's do this okay. in two parts. Who do you think they're going to pick? Who do you think they should pick? I'm really disinterested you, in the draft right now. You are? Yeah. Why? My interest in NFL and football in general has declined I understand. a lot recently. Because it's so sad. It's just a different game now. Mm. Um, Not like I need to take would. a break from the Jets oh. for a little bit. Okay. Like full detox? No, not a full detox. I'll still you'd be invested, but uh, I just I, that team really has uh, <laughs> let me down bad way over the past few years. And it's not like the Knicks where it's like, oh, it's just the Knicks, and I'll always love them. The Jets have been they've showed so much promise, and then I thought we had a good thing a few years ago. They really good defense, and that's been completely blown up. I I just I don't know. So we have the third pick in the draft. They're gonna take a quarterback. There's the big four, right? And I, all I see out of all those four mm -hmm. are a bunch of like Carson Palmers. That's what I see. Really? That's what I see. Mm. Okay. I don't, I don't think any of these guys look like they're going to be superstars. But also, I think that we've seen recently, like you can, ha you can be a great quarterback. And look, look, okay, like Matthew Stafford, he's a great quarterback. The Lions aren't going anywhere, and he has great weapons too. It doesn't, you don't. Well, need he is. They're, I mean, the problem with that team is their defense is disturbingly bad. The one thing about the NFL, I feel like it has gone back to um, a offensive, defensive line, and... Quarterback. Well... To me, that's all you need. If you have good offensive line, good defensive line, and a good quarterback, you're going to win games. Yeah, you'll win some games. 
You win a well, lot. You're a Patriots fan, so. Well, I mean, that's the web, That's different. what they've proven you have to do. There, I think the last thing you spend money on is wide receivers. Yeah, it's the last thing yeah, you yeah. spend money on. And running backs. Running you don't backs have to, you don't have to get. Yeah, replaceable. Um, you just you, you just need like one guy that can run and catch and like three big dudes. I mean, if there's one thing that I've learned from being a Patriots fan, is you can have running back by committee and it works. Mm. Eventually, one guy separates himself. Yeah. And the other thing is, you get a star running back and you've got all your eggs in this basket, the guy's going to get injured. No running back has a non-injured playing. Sure. I mean, the days of that, Adrian Peterson playing one leg are, I would say, out. I mean, the closest we had to that was uh, David Johnson on the Cardinals, Cardinals yeah. like the last couple of years, and he got a wrist injury and was out for like half the yeah, year. And his career's over, probably. I think he'll be back. It's not a leg injury, which is good. But that's the other thing is... You know, everyone, I've heard a lot of people saying that the Giants are going to take Saquon Barkley number two. And I'm like, okay, well, that's interesting. I think they will. I think they, they might as well. Yeah. But then you're putting your eggs in, in the Eli Manning and Saquon Barkley basket, which is not the worst basket. Right. But you're also saying, well, I need to win in the next four years. Because yeah. Saquon Barkley is not going to be Saquon Barkley in six or seven years. And if he is, great, because he's awesome. I would love to see that for the next seven years. But... You know, it's also like a strange thing. Like, can you think of another sport in which one position has the shelf life of like a third of the other positions? Maybe like a catcher in baseball. There's that only was the been, only thing I could put his knees, right? There's been a few like I, I think of like Buster Posey and like Yadi, Yadi Molina and Jason Veritek was yeah forever. Sure. And what's his name for the Yankees? That uh, uh, Posada, Aspen? yeah, Posada, and uh, even uh, for the Mets. Um, I mean, Mike Piazza. He was a hitter. But he was also a catcher. He was a terrible catcher. Was he? Yeah. He was not good at... No. Terrible arm. I don't... Call a game, but he's a terrible arm. Oh, he had a bad arm. No. He's he's right now the best offensive catcher of all time. Yeah. So, like, you take what you get, right? Right. I mean, if you can get home runs out of a catcher, who cares if they can't pick people off at second base? Like, how much do you really need? Yeah. I think it's good. I guess whoever they have on the Yankees now for catcher is supposedly good. Uh, uh, Gary Sanchez, yeah. great name. He's a good great name. It is a. It's kind of a great weird name. name. Yeah, isn't it? It's not a real name. No. No one names their their child Gary Sanchez. No, I feel like Gary's not his real name. No. <laughs> it's like, I mean, who names? I guess people name their kid Gary. Gary. I feel like Gary is a nickname. Gary's for like, what though? What's it? I feel like for? no one's name is Gary on their birth certificate. What's like Garrison? What's Garrison? Yeah, like Garrison or Garibaldi. Gar- Garibaldi. Yeah, and then you go Gary. Hey, Gary. Yeah, like if your kid was named Garibaldi, yeah. you either you wouldn't call him Baldy. Yeah, Gary's the name of like a high school teacher. Yeah. So, anyways, you don't like any of these quarterbacks in particular. Uh, Is there anyone you think you like more? Because I think there's one that seems like the best. Fit. I would, if I had my pick, I would take Josh Allen. Jashal. Yeah, Jashal. Jashal. Okay. Why? I I don't know. I like his size. I think he. I think a pocket. All these guys are pocket passers, right? Uh, with the exception of Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is going okay. in the third or fourth round. He's going to go in the first round. No, no way. I am hoping no to way. God that he goes. Watch to the, the Browns pick him first. I want him to go to the Patriots so bad. He's going to be amazing. We're tight. Do you remember how good Deshaun Watson was last year? Yeah. Well, forget you not, Lamar Jackson beat him out for the Heisman. The uh, Heisman doesn't mean anything. Come it, on. 
Lamar Jackson is going to if he goes to the right team, he he's has, not going in the first round. He's going in the first round. If he gets the Patriots have the twenty third pick. If he gets if he's not taken by twenty third, the Patriots will draft him. And 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 then everyone will cry because the Patriots will be amazing again. Uh, Whoever the Patriots draft will, will work out. We all, That's we not all true. Uh, please. Razal Dowling is not lighting up the NFL. Razal Cornerbout. <laughs> Cornerbout? Cornerback. Cornerbout. But, no, I... I would take Josh Allen. I have a different theory. I want to see... Go ahead. I just... Okay. I don't want to watch the draft. I fucking hate the NFL draft. I hate the pop and circumstance about it. Yes. Do you I like the love, NBA draft? I don't watch it. I, I think they're attention. fun. I don't know. I like it just because to see like these it's like the best moment of these kids' lives. I wanna it's before everything goes horrible and they I wanna turn on I wanna turn on the NFL draft. I wanna see the Browns pick Baker Mayfield <laughs> Me first. Too. I hope that happens. I wanna yell <laughs> Ha Idiots I know. I know. Turn it off. They're gonna take him. Turn it off, watch the, the Bucks sell All the game. news, all the news. They're dude. gonna take him. The all fucking the news Browns. is him. And it's it makes me laugh so hard. Because it's not smart. No, they're going to take him first. Although, you know, I don't... You know, I don't know what I would do. Well, they wasted a four... Like, they got... What's his name? Joan Kaiser last year with the... Yeah. See, I just don't understand how... If you're a, if you're the uh, Browns GM right now, you're like, You know what? I'm going to draft, like... Sam Darnold, number one. When you had the chance, you had two chances last year to, to draft Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but there is no way. No. I don't care what people say about his inaccuracy. He's blah, a blah, winner. Blah, blah. He's a winner. He beat Alabama. Alabama. He's a winner. Two times. He's a winner. He proved himself to be a winner. And and he went to the NFL and he did exactly what he yeah. did in college. And, and, and not even just that... But he said he would be happy going to the Browns. And nobody says they would be happy going to the Browns. You know why? Because he doesn't care. When he went to Clemson, sure, they were okay. They were not winning national championships no. when he went to Clemson. No. And now every year they are. This guy changes cultures in the locker yeah. room. He's that kind of player. And I'm sorry. I Maybe it's me. I don't understand what you look at when you watch these quarterbacks. And you're like, well, there's Deshaun Watson and then there's Deshaun Kaiser, who's okay at UCLA, but they didn't even make the playoffs. But I'm just going to take him because he's taller or because he doesn't run. I, I just, there were a number of quarterbacks taken over, like Patrick Mahomes, right? Yeah. Was taken over. I think he'll be okay. I think he'll be okay. Well, too. anyone who's playing quarterback for the Chiefs is set up for success right now. You know, but then the other thing about that is um, the thing that scares me about Baker Mayfield is if you look at Big 12 quarterbacks. It's not pleasant. It's Blaine Gabbert. It's Robert Griffin the Third. Mm. It's Dak Prescott. Yeah. No, he's Mississippi SEC. State. It's oh, SEC. that's right. That's right. Um, there's just a lot of like not great. Mm. It, it hasn't worked out. Mm. Uh, there's a couple that are like still up in the air. Patrick Holmes the Third. Um, I don't know. But my theory, and I think you'll like this. Okay. I think you just take Josh Rosen. You just, because it's a Jew in New York. Yes. Is he actually Jewish? Yes, he this? is actually Jewish. So first of all, there's that. He gets more leeway. I also think he just seems to like, he has other interests. And I know everyone's like, is he focused on football? Is, is there like, 
do we really want these people to only care about football? Yes, I think we do. Really? Yeah. Like, can't they care about other things? No, that's not what they're paid to do. I just don't think it's healthy to only care about football. Of course not. That, the whole culture is like, not Von healthy. Miller clearly cares about other things, and he is damn good at football. Sure. Damn good at football. He, uh, likes, he likes Old Spice. He loves Old Spice. Yeah. He likes glasses, reading glasses, and, uh, collective ca- wear. Cowboy hats. He loves cowboy hats. Um, I don't know. I just think it's like, yes, I think it's awesome to be obsessed with what you do and for that to be your whole life. But I think it's okay to care about like, you know, politics and like current events. And, and then you draft someone based children. on that. And if you, and then, you know, if, if they, in the New York media, yeah, if Josh Rosen loses, I think loses, a, be... ga- loses a game, it's like, oh, he's too busy with his rabbinical studies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's, too, he's too busy worrying about where he's going to go on birthright. Like, he's got to stop eating kosher. <laughs> That's right. Or they've got to start feeding him kosher meals. No, I just think, I also just think, like, his aloofness, like, that, I feel like that's kind of why Eli Manning survived in New York. Because he, like, he's there, but he's also, like, oh, shucks. Like, oh, I don't know. My brother, I kick him in the butt. You know, like, I, I feel like Josh Rosen wrote, like, I feel like Sam Darnold or even Baker Mayfield would definitely not survive in New York. No. Like, he will get in fights with every media guy. Yeah. He'll take every, like, Josh Rosen isn't going to take the bait. He, he can, like, and in the offseason, he can go home to California and get his rest and then come back to, he just seems like a good fit for me. He's also the most accurate, the most natural passer out of all of them. And I think actually having a bigger spotlight on him would force him to be more engaged. Maybe. That's my take. Excuse me. Well, I I would love to see Teddy Bridgewater get a shot. I he think will. He deserves it. He will. It's a one-year deal. And I think it would be a great story. I was only excited for by New, that. Not only for him, but also for New York if he proves himself. He, he was good. He was, he was, before he had that injury, he was great. Yeah, yeah he's really good. He was one of the like good up and coming quarterbacks. The Jets could have drafted him. I would like to, I would like to see that work out for him because I think he's a really good. It would be a good story. Too. Yeah, it's yeah. just inter, it's just like cool to like the moment last year where he came back was like a big moment yeah. for everyone. It was very teary eyed. That would be interesting. I also really I do like the Jets coach. I love Todd Bowles. Yeah, I think he's cool. I think I like his demeanor yeah, on the sideline. I like that he. I like how different he is from Rex. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I think it was very smart of them to get, like, almost the exact opposite in every way. Yeah. A fit guy who's not obnoxious and loud. Also defense, defensive minded. Defensive but guy. I, that, that's the other thing is I think they need a good offensive coordinator, which they will get. I don't know. I think this will be an interesting year. They definitely overachieved last year. I mean, Josh McCown had a great year. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Depleted roster, for like, sure. Their receivers were garbage yeah. going into the year, and they found a gem. Yeah. In uh, Anderson. Yeah. Robbie, Robbie Anderson. In, and Noonwell was out for most of the year. Yeah, and I, I just think going into next year, I I think that they're not, I don't necessarily think they're going to make the playoffs or anything, but no. I think that the thing about them is Todd Bowles inspires them, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Especially with his job on the hot seat. I think he has the team behind him. If you had to pick positions of need for them, other than quarterback? Uh, Defensive end, for sure. Running back. Uh, Cornerback. 
Right. We just signed uh, Tremaine yeah. Jackson from yeah. from uh, Tremaine Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah. But uh, we still have Buster Screen. Who's yeah, like, I, actually I think, think, I think Buster Screen good. is the worst cornerback in the NFL. I, I think he's the worst guy. good cornerback. He's so, he's such a fucking idiot. He's, he's, he's like the Michael Beasley of the NFL. <laughs> but you like Michael? Beasley. I did. I, mean, I like Buster I Screen too. I hate but Buster I like Buster Screen, screen because of his name. I also I also think Buster Screen has name rec- rec- name recognition, so it's one of those things where it's like if someone's name is like Dick Butkus, mm. like Dick every Butkus. time he's mentioned, you're gonna be like Dick Butkus Dick did Butkus. what? Right. So anytime they're like Buster Screen, if it's a good play or a bad creep play, you're gonna see it. Yeah. So I think that's a little bit of that. But yeah, the other thing you have to remember is like you have to be really good to play one of those two corners. Like the slot corner is a different. He plays outside. Yeah. And he was the number one when he shouldn't have really been a number no. one last year. But that was because they busted on uh, Claiborne, right? Yeah. Who's now playing somewhere else. He's not particularly good. I'm not uh, looking forward to the Jets. Did they lose no. all of their big-name D-linemen? Uh, Leonard Williams was re-signed to go through, but... He's the one that I like. He's, he came out of USC. And they, he's not an asshole. No, he's he's a good guy. Like, I was happy that they got rid of... Um, Mo Wilkerson. Mohamed Wilkerson. Yeah. He's just a cancer in the locker room. Well, he's a great player, though. And who is... And they have a third guy who's really good, too. Oh, Sheldon Richardson. Yes, he's gone. He's gone. He he was traded, like, two years ago. Middle of the season. I don't even know where he is right now. Wait, really? Yeah, he's not on the team anymore. Oh, a lot of dudes still let go. Who do uh, they have at linebacker? Our play caller was Demario Davis. Who's he's good. He's, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. So maybe linebacker. He signed with someone in the off. They need we need linebackers. Sure. There's a lot of good linebackers. They should maybe get a linebacker. Maybe that dude from Georgia is nasty. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. Uh, Anyways, fuck the Jets. All right, fuck the Jets. I just like I said, I want to see the Browns pick Baker Mayfield <laughs> first. We have our fingers crossed. And then switch to the Celtics Bucks game. And Lamar Jackson, I hope you yeah, get picked yeah. by the beautiful yeah. New England Patriots. The beautiful Patriots. So that you can, what I truly hope, he gets picked by the Patriots. Mm. Trump tweets something awful about it, and finally Bill Belichick says, "Fuck Trump." That's never gonna happen. It'll never we both know that. They make out. But let's also be honest: what NFL owner does not like Donald Trump? That's that's probably true. Yeah, name one. Worst league. It's a very Republican yeah, league. Yeah, I hate the NFL. Moving right along. What's next? Mets. The Mets. How about the Mets? The Mets have a, have had a great start to the year. They're good. They're a good team. No, uh, it's too early to tell. Okay. I'm very happy with the Mets so far. Yeah. What Definitely. changed? Just the pitching? Well. For the first time in a while, the complete roster was healthy to begin with. We obviously have a great rotation. Uh-huh. Matt Harvey has been moved to the bullpen. He does not start anymore. He's Matt Harvey's had a terrible year. Oh. He's now in the bullpen. He had his first bullpen outing a few days ago and went terribly. Mm. But, I mean, Noah Syndergaard, Jacob deGrom are two... Those are all the long-haired dudes? Yes, they're yeah. the long-haired dudes. They have, like, they have like a replenishing... Force of long-haired, tall, white guys who can pitch. A lot of long hair. Are they all Scandinavian or just Degrom? Or is it Lindegaard? Syndegaard. 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 Lindegaard. Lindegaard. Syndegaard. 
Anyway, so Mets are doing fine, the but Mets it is great. a little early. It's early. I feel like we we will come back to them later on. Okay. When I have you back. So now we're going to go into our first recurring segment. You on, have segments? I do. I have recurring segments. Um, this one is called Hometown Heroes. So this is where yeah, you get to pick um, either current or former New York City player who you feel completely uh, represents okay. New York as a city okay. and, as, and the team. Yeah. So this doesn't have to be the best player. The examples I give are current player Clay Thompson on the Warriors is a great example just because he like kind of cool and like doesn't re- he's kind of like laid back yeah. nothing phases him go get a burrito yeah exactly he eats burritos yeah and, he, and Drink, he's he drinks Coors Light or like Marcus Smart is a great version yeah. like for Boston and then like great ones in the past would be Magic Johnson obviously mm. um, Joe Namath is a great New York one Broadway Joe 76ers would be out first. those are some examples okay um, so give us in ever in whatever order, and it doesn't have to be Knicks, doesn't have to be be whatever team you okay. want. Okay. Um, a current and a former, and a, then why? A current and a former. Yeah. In whatever order, you can do former. All right. First let's let's start current. with a former. Great. I'm gonna go with my Knicks. Okay. And. Um. Uh, I'm gonna go with Anthony Mason. Anthony Mason. Anthony Mason. Anthony Mason. Anthony Mason. Jared's touching a cat right now. There's a cat. Evie is making the podcast. She's made the podcast. Ant Mason. Um, I love Anthony Mason. He, I always wore his jersey. Um, never an all star, but truly in every sense was what. New York Knicks basketball in the mid-90s was all about. Mm -hmm. It was about grit, a little bit of flash, Mm -hmm. it was grime, it was hustle, it was hard work, and he identified with what the city was like. This was the the mid-90s, right? This was the the golden age of New York City hip-hop. Anthony Mason would be getting haircuts at Astor Barber yes. with like stupid shit shaved into oh, his hair. Astor Barber, that's hilarious. And that's I just, where he went. Astor Barber, yeah. That's so funny. Um, yeah, Anthony Mason for sure. He he resembled and was what the Knicks were in the '90s and the city as well. Like, you know, the the mid '90s was like boom bap hip hop, right? You had uh, Thirty Six Chambers. You had um, Biggie coming out with um, Ready to Die, sure. with Illmatic, and Mob Deep, the MLP. infamous MOP that I knew whatever. You but like MOP? Annie Up? Annie Up's a great song, but Annie Up's an incredible song. Uh, That's Cold as Ice? <laughs> Cold as Ice is amazing. And to also, to go along with the same subject, Anthony Mason is in um, the lore of hip hop as being, well, according to. Uh, America's most trusted news source, Fat Joe, as being the 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 Knicks player that Biggie slept with in uh, I Got a Story to Tell. Which when Wait, I, what do you mean by that? I Got a Story to Tell, which is off of Life After Death. Right, but what do you mean that Biggie slept with? Okay, so like, I Got a Story to Tell is a track on Life After Death. Heard this song, yeah. Which 
uh, Biggie is talking about cheating or uh, sleeping with a, a chick who's married to a Knicks player. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, it, so what you what you said made it seem like Biggie and Anthony Mason had sex. That together, would be great. Which is amazing. Amazing. Really interesting story. Yeah. Don't think he would have rapped about it had he done it. Also, <laughs> Puff Daddy would have. Also, that's a lot of man in one room. Puff Daddy would have. That's true. So when I was growing up, uh, no, that is true. What, what was known, like what was thought of, was that was John Starks. That it was John Starks's girl that Biggie was sleeping with. Right, but that but doesn't make any sense. John Starks's girl, Anthony Mason, mm. and that's confirmed according to confirmed Fat Joe. according to Fat Joe. Mm. Who else? Yeah, I mean that's pretty New York to have. He Anthony Mason was also in a lot of rap songs. Yeah, I was gonna say that it like John Starks is another guy who was in a ton of rap songs. Yeah, right. God, Anthony Mason's a really good one. I Anthony did, Mason. I did just... not think that's what you were gonna say. What did you think I was gonna I say? I totally thought you were gonna go uh, like John Starks or oh Walt Frazier maybe. Okay, sure. I mean, but that but like we weren't alive for Walt right. Frazier, so. Right. We don't really have. I'm sure, like my like your dad would maybe say Walt Frazier. Yeah. Right. But Anthony Mason is a really good one. I just I guess I just forgot about Anthony Mason, which yeah, is a I'm tragedy. Not... Yes. Rest in peace, Anthony Mason. Yeah. Died too soon. One of the best. The other guy I thought you were going to say was Travis Oakley. Well, Oakley and Mason kind of both shared that role as They're being as as being the bully and the enforcer. Um, I remember Charles Oakley opened a, <laughs> he opened a car wash in yeah. the Bronx. Nice. Oakley's car wash. That was a, a t-shirt that everyone had to have. Um, That's so funny. Did he I mean, that was, that was the night. He did. Yeah. You're not kidding me. Yeah, I'm serious. <sighs> Oakley's car wash. That's so funny. I mean, that was the, we didn't even talk about that, but that whole awful situation with well, Jimmy Dolan. Jimmy Dolan. Where to begin with that guy? Jimmy D. All right, so that was the past one. I love that one. I think that's a great yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Mason. Um, did he ever have a signature shoe? Because if he didn't, that is a he huge did not have loss. A, he did not have and a signature Nike, shoe. And Nike, if you're listening, come out with an Anthony Mason shoe. <laughs> Seriously. Like a like a Air Force One Anthony Mason mm, colorway. Yeah. Would be, or like a Dunk. Like a dunk, I a high that. top dunk. Yeah. Anthony Mason. Are you kidding me? Those things would sell mm. for so much. In mm. It's weird that they don't do that. Mm. Um, remember, all right. Remember all the trails we all had, and the 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 spinners. Oh yeah. Latrell Sprewell, and I, also, also someone else who. Yeah. Yeah. God, I love. He was so good. He was so good. He was so damn good, mm. and an angry player. Angry guy. He'll choke out PJ Carlissimo any day of the week. That's right. Alright. So current. Current. Oof. I don't know. I, I guess like maybe Enos Cantor would fill that role, right? That we were just talking about. This is who I was gonna suggest. He he does have that uh, that bullish mentality that I love to see from a from a a, a big man on, in the Knicks, but uh, And And he's Turkish? He's Turkish! I think that's one of the key selling points. To me. I don't know, but like, there's something about him that's so New York. Mm. Like, he really just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. 
And, like, he doesn't care about LeBron. Like, everybody else in the NBA is so scared of LeBron. Yeah. thing I like about Enos Cantor is he's like, uh, hello, I grew up in Turkey. Uh, the whole country, the the president wants me dead. That's right. That's a great, like, great story. He is not permitted back in his country. Yeah. He's actually on a wanted list yeah. for speaking out yeah, against his president. He has to have security because of it. Enos Cantor. But I think, like, he's totally a hard-nosed yeah. old New York basketball. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Offensive rebounding, mm. post move. He's kind of like a flashback from the past. Yes. His defense was really bad. Yeah. But he definitely has a lot of that enforcer mentality. Yeah. That, like, if there was a new Anthony Mason, it probably wouldn't look like Enos Cantor mm. or talk like Enos Cantor, but it might play like Enos it Cantor. It might be Enos Cantor. So I think he's a great pick. I mean, is there anyone on any of the other teams that you can think of? I guess an easy answer to that would be Steven Matz, a pitcher on the Mets, who was like a Long Island guy. Okay. He's a Long Island kid who was drafted by the Mets. He came up in the farm system very quickly. He's proven to be a very good pitcher. Mm -hmm. Um, And he looks like, you know, he he could be in, he could be sitting next to you at a Mets game. (laughs) Cool. There was a story when uh, we somehow made it to the World Series a few years ago that Mm. Um, he slept in his old bed the night before he started uh, like in game three, game four, yeah. Also a Jew, I believe. Really? The next, uh, this is an, another recurring segment. Oh, my here. God. This is called Tell Me Something I Don't Know. So this, You? Yes, me. Me? Me. Tell you. Me, you tell me you. something. You, Monty. Tell okay. me, Jared, something Jared. I don't know. So this is like, um, you can tell me about a specific terrible player, mm. or someone your father hated, My father. something that only diehard New York City sports fans would okay. know, like something that you would only know about if you watched every single game. The okay. story that I tell yeah. is um, about this player named Marty Conlon, who briefly played for the Boston Celtics. Marty Conlon. And he was on the Celtics during a point which they were absolutely terrible. When I was a child, they were really bad. Um, here's a picture of Marty Conlon. Oh, uh, yes. Classic. Uh, yeah. Marty McBride. You know, it's kind of a... Yeah, Providence College. Providence. So, local guy. Local guy. Uh, 6'11", sorry. Mm. So he was bigger than I thought. Um, he was born in, actually, the Bronx, New York. New York. Yes. So, but anyways, local guy, okay. uh, terrible at basketball, I All would right. say, although he made it to the NBA. And there was one particular game in which he took off from the foul line, as if to dunk. Made it about halfway, <laughs> and just fell, and the ball just kind of floated in the air. And the, <laughs> the announcer for the Celtics, Tommy Heinsohn, long time announcer. Tommy Heinsohn, New York native, Tommy Heinsohn, Brooklyn's native. finest. Yelled, Air Conlon! <laughs> And from that point on, he was known as Eric Conlon. So that's my example. Like, there's okay. no way you would know about that. Sure. So surprised you don't have a, a Len Bias story. Uh, Ooh. Oh, well, I never got to watch the man. Hey. No, not many people did. Never. Uh, what, what are we talking R. about? R.I.P. R.I.P. Buddy. Yeah. We love you. Four Thank one you out, for, for Len Bias. Uh, changing the way we saw cocaine. Cocaine. Is a problem. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, tell tell you something that you don't know. Let's see here. All right. Um, Player you hated, anything. Okay. Your father hated it. Um, okay, here's a stat. I got a fun stat for you. Okay. The New York Jets quarterback, 
mm-hmm. with the most playoff wins in the history of the franchise is not Joe Namath. It's Mark Sanchez. It's Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez has, I think, he, he has four playoff wins. Yeah. Joe Namath has, like, two. He won a Super Bowl. Well, he doesn't have more than two. No. This was like, you know, there was like oh, so one just, or two one games. Oh, so one game and then you're in yeah, the Super Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Sanchez is the winningest quarterback in New York Jets playoff history. And that's probably going to hold for, for a, a long while. time. <laughs> that's so amazing. Like, that guy has the fucking butt fumble. Oh. And it's also been to two AFC Championship games. Uh, and he beat the Patriots in one of them. Beat the Patriots. Yeah, really interesting how he just completely fell off. Mm. Like, how does that happen? I guess their defense was so good. Yeah. But that is so strange. I mean, he was pretty good. And then all of a sudden he was terrible. He had a good team. He was surrounded by a good team. They called him Marky Franchise, right? I don't think anyone called him that. Oh, Stevie Franchise. That's, yes, Stevie Franchise. All right, that was a good one. Tell me another one. Okay. Uh, a That's player, hilarious. a player, a player, Anything. a player. A, a story is okay. Um, that you wouldn't know unless you were diehard. One of the like, if you had to walk into a New York bar, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to prove. Okay, 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 okay. So during the the dark ages of the Isaiah Thomas era for the New York Knicks, he made many terrible decisions. Yes. Um, my favorite terrible decision he ever made was. I think it was like a $40 million, three or four year contract to a one Jerome James. Oh my God. Jerome. Jerome James. James. Uh, like seven footer, center. He had a great playoff series for the, he was on the Sonics, I believe. He had a great playoff series. Yeah, I love this picture. He was a free agent. Oh my God. And then Isaiah Thomas signed him to a huge fucking deal. He didn't play a lick because that same offseason, shithead Isaiah signed Eddie Curry. Oh my god. Eddie Curry had a, he had a, like, he put up really good numbers but his then, first year. But then, who knows what the fuck he was doing. Well, he had that heart condition. He, well. That sucked because he was really good for that. He had one good year. Yeah, he was awesome. Um,. Jerome James is is my is my pick. Jerome James. They would, signed him in 06 After you were right, he played for Seattle. He and he had a great. Games, he had a great playoff season, and he made cha ching. He just made money on one good. But they team. signed this. This was his uh, stats when he was in Seattle the year before. He played eighty games, started eighty games. He averaged sixteen minutes a game. How do you start 80 games and average 16 minutes a game? He averaged three rebounds, point two assists, point three. <laughs> Steals 1.4 blocks and 4.9 points per game. He was on New York for four years. He played 45, 41, 2, and 2 games. Mm. And he averaged 3, 1, 2, and 3 points in 9, 6, 2, and 5 minutes. God, you hate it. Well, he barely played. And he would sit on the bench, and he was a, he was not in shape. Mm. And 285 pounds. Obviously, I'm biased, but it is a known thing that New York Knicks fans are the most knowledgeable out of all fan bases. I would agree with that. Team. They're up there. And he would get booed from the, everyone. You know, the crowd would chant his name. I used to go to a lot of Knicks games when I was younger. Um, 
my parents came into some money and wasted it all on two years worth of New York Knicks season tickets. <laughs> Which years were it? Um, During this Joe James uh, thing. It was the Isaiah era, so like early 2000s. Oh, six, oh, seven, so uh, Yeah, sure. Oh, my God. And I, I used to... Where were the seats? Uh, there were there were pretty decent seats. They're pretty good. Like what, half court? What section? No, I mean were they half court? Were they behind the? They basket? were behind the Knicks bench, probably like uh, 30, 40 yeah. rows back. They were Those pretty are good. Those are perfect seats behind. But the like enough bench. that I could projectile throw quarters with my friends towards the Knicks bench, and I was kicked out of the garden once, <laughs> just trying to hit Jerome James. <laughs> Did you hit him? I don't probably didn't. No, probably I not. Did not even close. Yeah. Um, Jerome James is good. I, okay, so yes, That's total total Isaiah move. Like what a blunder, yeah. Jerome James. Yeah, yeah. Waste of money. I got another. Okay, I got another one that. Can, yeah. Oh, okay. Here's the deal. He signed a five-year, thirty million. Thirty million contract. That's bad. And this is um, even an in outstanding NBA performance in two playoff series in which he tripled his regular season. Yeah. And that's how he made the money. All right, another fun fact for you. Yeah. Bobby Bonilla. Slugger for the Mets. Mm, I do remember Bobby Bonilla. He signed a contract. Um, when was this? This gotta be in. This has to be in the nineties. Mm-hmm. He is still getting paid to this day. Wait, shut up. I think it was like a one million per year. Bobby Bonilla is still being paid by the New York Mets. Well, that's kind of like um, Luke Longley was getting paid for the Knicks after he yeah. retired. Bobby Bonilla, you've got it. He's still getting He's paid. still getting paid. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. You know why? So what's the contract? No, it's because of the Madoff investment no. scandal. Bernard. Bernard. He gets an annual check of $1.19 starting in 2011 and ending in 2035. Bobby Bonilla. That is unbelievable! They still owed him $5.9 million. That's right. The, Wil- the Wilpon brothers were highly involved in, yeah. in that scandal. That is amazing. How, it, how New York is that? That's New York. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to keep paying you. Uh, <laughs> he got released in 99. Mm. And in 2011 through 2035, that is 16 years, we're going to pay you $1.9 million? He was only owed five point. They're going to pay him $16 million? Oh, no, it's a total payout of $29.8 million on 5.9. That's like the worst credit card mm. debt you could... Jeez, Louise. Like a Discover card. That's amazing. Like Diner's Club. Mm. That's amazing. All right. Well, that is the best one. I was. You know, You're welcome. Yeah, I was thinking you were going to talk about Rolando Blackman. I don't know what. Is that Rolando? No, is that his name? Yeah, Rolando. Yeah, he's. But then there was also a Ronaldo Balkman. That's who I'm talking about, Ronaldo Balkman. But there was a Rolando Blackman. Yes, but was he even on the Knicks? He was on the Knicks. Oh, but he was okay. He was like a seventh man. He was pretty good. Yeah, he was pretty good. He's pretty good. But I'm talking about Ronaldo. Ronaldo Balkman. Yeah, who was not good. He not was okay. Good. Isaiah, uh, 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 Isaiah a, draft. A pick, yeah. yeah. But he, he, he was went, not... Did you see he went overseas and strangled a referee? Or punched a referee? Punched a referee. Punched mm-hmm. a referee. Great end to his career. <laughs> he made... And he made... Sh- scene. Say, say, he made Shaq in a fool. 
Um, so this is our last segment. This is kind of going to end it. Um, this is what I like to call first taste. First taste. Yeah, so if sports was a drug, mm. when did you smoke it for Cocaine. the first time? When did Sorry. you have your first line? <laughs> yeah. uh, two days ago. Wow. Uh, um, when I was very young, mm. I'd say my first, the closest thing to like what we know today as sports, right? Like I was really into WWF wrestling. Okay. I was really into that shit. Nice. Who was your favorite wrestler? Ultimate Warrior. All day. Awesome. That's my guy. Like, fuck, fuck Hogan. Savage was cool. But like, I was a warrior guy. I actually, actually like Jake the Snake. I was also into Jake the Snake. He's good. Have you ever seen pictures of him recently? He's horrifying. He's terrible. Yeah. Uh, they all are. They all look yeah, really look terrible. unfortunate. So I was, I was a big wrestling fan. Um, what was the... To the chagrin of my father. Well, to the chagrin of probably everyone. But... My dad, being a very good dad, would like, you know, support me as a child. Monty's dad is pretty Would, would buy me awesome. like action figures yeah. and. Did you I, have the ring? I had. I had the whole set. Oh, man. The ring. I had the ring. I used to go to my guys. friend's house and play with the ring. The ring, the ring cool. was cool. Yeah, the ring was cool. So. And they did the like. Yeah, all the stupid movements. together. Uh, so I, my dad took me to a. Uh, a WWF uh, show at MSG. At MSG. Amazing. And I was very young, maybe like four years old, maybe five. I don't know. Wow, little Monty. Yeah. And how many beers did you have? <laughs> four beers okay. and, and and seven ice cream bars. Hopped up. You got you. I was oh, I was lit. That's okay. So. And to the ultimate warrior. I don't. I don't remember who was on the card that okay. evening. But uh, that was my first time ever, obviously, like in a large arena. Hmm. And you're just like, wow, this is incredible. Mm -hmm. And like, I wanted to go to sporting events, and I and then I think my father like saw that I was into going to events like that and then he took me to like a Mets game and then um, a, a Knicks game and then I just I lost it like I lost it going to my first Knicks game I don't remember who it was against um, but just being in the garden and seeing a live sporting event um, totally shifted my focus and then my father fed into fed into uh, my love started taking me to Knicks games and Amazing. was really into me not focusing everything on wrestling and then I just became a huge sports fan. Amazing. My father was a sports fan. He grew up a sports fan. My mother as well. My mother is a Yankees Giants. My father is a Mets Jets. Okay. But the Knicks are always run, run true. And that works? Yes. So. Wait, she's... My mom, my mom is from the Bronx, so she grew up a, a Yankees fan, and then, uh, of course, as um, as it goes, she was a Giants fan. And my father kind of coerced me into following his teams, and I just fell in love with uh, New York sports, and uh, and that's that. 
What? Yes? <laughs> Do you have something to say? Um, who was your first jersey? Probably, it, I mean, it must have been Ewing. That was, and was that your favorite player when you were a kid? No. Do you remember? No, 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 Mason? Anthony Mason, but that was like a little bit later. I, I definitely, um, John Starks was, was the guy. And then once I got a little bit older and I appreciated maybe more nuances of the game that you can appreciate when you're eight years old. Yeah, it's like, hard. Mason was my guy. Uh, here's another question, just briefly. So that was a great, that was a great one, but, um. If you had to pick a player outside of the Knicks growing up that you were into, like who were your favorite players growing up that like you yeah, wanted yeah, yeah. to see them play when they came? Uh, Sean Kemp and Gary Payton. Amazing. Sonics. Love it. I love them. Two of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Gary Payton's so cool. I love them. Um, I love but those. Their, were I, my favorites when I was younger. I always wanted to see Sean Kemp. Gary Payton and Akeem Olajuwon. Sure, I, I was gonna say Olajuwon as well. I had Olajuwon shoes when it was like so, my first basketball shoes. Akeem beat us in the '94 right, right. finals, which John Starks choked in Game Six, which everyone knows about. Yes, that's true. But Akeem was—he was amazing and defined what like a good center is. Mm-hmm. And you can see, you can see, no, but you, I mean, you can see like Joel Embiid kind of mimicking his game. And just being a shooter. Like, Akeem was a shooter. Patrick Ewing could not shoot like Akeem Olajuwon. Yeah, I mean, Akeem was also just fluid in a way that yeah. no other center. Even, yeah. like, uh, I remember there's the, the David Robinson became the MVP that one year. Sure. Right? You remember that? And then they played Houston in the first round, and Houston, Akeem Olajuwon just absolute torched him. Yeah. Because he was like, mm, no. But, yeah, no, that was a great one. I'd have to say, like... Those were my, uh, like, when, because that would have been, like, when we were younger. Sure. Right? And then in high school, who did you really like? Because I was, re- I was really into Tracy McGrady and Kevin Garnett. Sure. Those were, like, who I wanted to see. Yeah. But Mc- I think it was because I was really skinny, so I wanted to watch skinny dudes play. Mm, I guess, like, you know, Vince Carter, yeah, obviously. Vince Carter. Still um, playing. Amazingly. Yeah, he'll probably be back for another year. He's the oldest player in the NBA. I mean, young LeBron, everyone wanted to see, right? Sure. Your favorite. Your <laughs> the disdain on your sure. face. The, dis- the hatred. God, it's so annoying because I love him so much when he's not on a basketball court. Really? Yeah, like, I love the way he doesn't hesitate to speak out about politics sure. and, like, important stuff with that. I think it's amazing that, like, he lent his voice to the Hillary campaign, you know, mm-hmm. like, stuff like that. I think it's so cool, and he's incredibly charitable and does amazing work he has a school you know and he's like very outspoken about that stuff and I think that's great it's just the <sighs> yeah and I used to like him when Kobe Bryant was there for me to hate mm. I didn't really hate LeBron so much but now I've always hated Kobe a lot more than LeBron yeah well I have there's a different level of yeah. hatred for me and hatred is a strong word, but, I, you know, sports hatred, I would say. Like, I'm sure if I met Kobe Bryant, he's probably nice. You'll never meet Kobe Bryant. No, I probably won't. But if I did, I'm sure he would be. I met Carmelo Anthony, thank you very much. Ah, oh, yes. It's amazing. Um, anyways, let's not end it on a hate note. Mm. Um, who are you most looking forward to seeing next year in this draft, NBA draft? 
Anyone? I mean, I'm obviously intrigued to see what uh, Trey Young can do. Yeah. Um, I think his game can translate pretty well. Mm-hmm. I think Marvin Bagley's going to be a good player. But above all, uh, Luka. Luka Doncic. Like, Me too. I mean, that's that's the guy, right? I'm excited. I think it's going to be interesting. I, I, you know, n- not since Darko has there been not another... Not since Darko. Rest another... in peace, Darko. Darko, Len Bias, Anthony Mason. Darko's dead. <laughs> what? He's not? Are you sure? <laughs> he runs a... You uh, wouldn't even know. He runs an apple farm. He's dead. Come you didn't on. notice? He's dead. He runs a he huge died network. four years ago. All right. Uh... <laughs> Monty, thank Love you so much for being here. That's it? Uh, are we done? Yeah, we're done. All right. Um, any shout-outs? Anything you want to plug? Uh, a plug? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I got a shout-out to my team. Yeah. Uh, my lord and savior, uh, Alan Alda. <laughs> <laughs> That's it! That's the best! And, uh, oh. yeah, your cat's kind of cool. All right. Evie, you made the pod. You made it. All You're right. star. Uh, thank you, Monty, so much for doing this. It's a pleasure it's to be pleasure. here. We will have you back. The payment is through PayPal? Yes. Okay. You get a, a, a swift payment through swift. PayPal. You can talk. Stro- yeah. A straw mile swift. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Hopefully we'll do something this summer, maybe. Mm. Um, What's happening in the summer? I don't know. Uh, we'll see who... The draft. Maybe we the can draft. do it after the draft. The uh, golf and tennis. Yeah, and the World Cup. So we could do some stuff. Oh, the World Cup. Maybe we'll I have a uh, non-sports related one. Probably mm. not, but who knows. Yeah, we could do it. Anyways, thank you all for listening. Yeah. Tune in next time. Is there anyone listening? Uh, not currently, okay. but maybe... Uh, Sakoon, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> one person uh, okay. one person listening. Yeah, all right. Uh, all right. Thanks, guys. Okay.